every Green Diva needs a sidekick. At the Green Divas radio show, they're called Green Dudes. Time now for a deeper shade of green from a guy's perspective. Well, first of all, this is a very special Green Dude segment because I have my original, my very own <laughs> Green Dude Scott back in the studio. Yes, I've traveled very, very far from all kinds of hazards and okay. byways to yeah, get right. here. Right, right, from right. Connecticut. From Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad. Well, I, it's been it's been a couple years since I've I been know. on with you. So I know we got to make this more of a habit. But you've been a busy guy. Busy. Oh well, we won't even get into that. That's a whole other show. Well, actually, we do because part of this, what we're doing today, is we're talking about um, you know work that you've been involved with that has led you to this fascinating gentleman that we're going to be talking to today. Right. I've been involved in aviation most of my life, and uh, one of the exciting things that we're seeing, as well as in the automotive industry is is electric vehicles or right. using using electricity to move us from point A to point B which if we really look at the history of any motor transport it's not new it's just better right. and we found a way to make it work well and 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 this gentleman we're speaking to today is George By he's the CEO of Aero Electric do I have this Air, uh, aircraft Corporation. Corporation, correct. And he's developed a solar electric plane, which yes. just, I think, is the coolest thing ever. Now, as, as we all know, we've seen the Prius, the Volt, and the Leaf, and, and of course, they had their original starts and critics and so on, but as everyone's, actually, maybe a lot of people don't see them on the road because they're just cruising along with us. Well, there's a lot more. It's become more common now, and there's right. a lot less fear about range, and they've resolved a lot of those issues, and there's more charging available, and, you know. Absolutely. So let's talk to George. Hi, George. Good morning. How are you? We're great. We're great. Now, the Sunflyer, give us uh, some idea. First of all, uh, where did it come from? Where did you start with it? Well, we have been working on electric uh, aircraft uh, for five, six, maybe even seven years, starting small and uh, growing up through the process with uh, kind of a research and development of uh, aircraft and in increasing size. And uh, we've been flying now, this last year, a single-seat experimental aircraft, a technology demonstrator, with with the basic electric components and things that we wanted to put on the Sunflyer. And as we proved those, we're now ready to begin. Uh, in fact, we're in assembly, uh, as we speak, of the, of the two-seat uh, Sunflyer prototype. So we're very, very pleased with all these uh, components coming together and being proved. Right. Now, this the, the two-seater, um, and from what I understand, is going to be used initially and is very useful as a trainer. Yes, yes. The, the trainer utility is uh, particularly uh, of, of interest for a number of reasons. Uh, as you may know, um, the training mission, the, the purpose of training uh, in an airplane, uh, usually is captured in an hour or an hour and a half of, of, of flight time. Um, in that period of time, the student has experienced, you know, several takeoff and landing practice uh, opportunities and 
gone to a little practice area and done a little bit of flying. But after you've flown for an hour or an hour and a half, that's about the limit, uh, a practical limit right. uh, for uh, a training mission or sortie. And so that's nicely aligned uh, in terms of both the, the market need for for a capable trainer as well as the performance of this uh, initial uh, battery-powered aircraft, which has about a three-hour flight time. So what a, what a wonderful match of capability with requirement. And, of course, along with the tremendous cost savings, which is such a concern for new students wanting to become pilots. Sure, absolutely. So, that's that's one what, of the what things. What an alignment. Well, yeah, wait, and then an and then there's the 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 brilliant like impact on or lack of impact on the environment. It's a reduction because Oh, it's it's immense. Yeah. It, absolutely. There there's no pollutants. Uh and in aviation today, we burn a high octane uh, leaded fuel and how wonderful it would be right. to not have that requirement anymore. And and not to mention the noise. As well. Right, and of course, uh, all airports have people that, despite knowing that the airport's been there for a hundred years, move next door to the airport and complain about the noise. <laughs> which, which, as all my aviation buddies would agree, and all nod in, in, in unison. But the very fact that now, one of the things that I'm sure, then we'll talk, we'll get more into this later, is the future of an electric aircraft, and and it's and it's. I mean, this isn't the only electric aircraft or solar aircraft that, that's being tested and out there. This is the first one, and correct me if I'm wrong, George, that's going to be out there in production for people to train in. That's right. This, uniquely, this is the first that will be FAA certified. Oh. In aviation, we have the Federal Aviation Administration. And uh, there's experimental air- aircraft, of course. There's uh, research and development airplanes, there's military aircraft and commercial aircraft. All of them are governed by um, a, a process of safety certification, and the agency, of course, is the FAA that, that does that. Uniquely, uh, we have, uh, with all this research and so forth behind us, uh, sat down and worked together with the FAA to arrive at a certification program that, that we have collectively agreed to, and we're very, very excited. We'll have the world's first certified uh, well, that's a big deal. solar electric airplane for, for training. Yeah, it's a, it is. It, it's a wonderful thing. Well, one of the things that we, we touched on just a minute ago is the cost savings. Minimally, in my experience, it's about $100 an hour for flight training. Yes. This, yes. now for the flight schools, the savings is huge because... Um, Every, every aircraft that flies is required to go through an annual inspection. And that inspection includes tearing down the engine, making sure that that engine is efficient and safe. I'm assuming that with this, without an engine, and a lot fewer moving parts, that the annuals would be a lot less expensive. Yeah, absolutely. As you know, the a major cost of, of flying uh, and flight training uh, is the cost of fuel, and then the the organization operating the airplanes, as you mentioned, maintaining the aircraft as well as fueling it. So the combination of uh, annual maintenance cycles, 
100-hour maintenance cycles and the daily routine of maintaining uh, an internal combustion engine uh, is an expense uh, together with fuel that that all adds together to that $100 an hour of flight time cost that you just mentioned. With an electric airplane, the cost of fuel is merely, I mean this literally, about $1 per flight hour. Yeah, that is amazing. One. So now $1. I can see why, and, and in reading the article that, that you've been working with the FAA to try to, um, you know, present this plane, the Sunflyer, as a, uh, you know, replacement for all these older training planes, and there's thousands of them. So that's really very cool. Yeah, I think we're touching millions. Right, okay. Now, do you have thoughts of expansion? Of course I would, and um, – Making this more accessible to uh, to the average flyer as your battery capacity improves or your range improves, do you have yes, obviously research and, and development going on for that? Yes, indeed. Uh, this is the first of a family of aircraft. Mm-hmm. And if you can imagine, and I think we're all aware of this, as mentioned earlier, electric cars, of course, are becoming uh, more available. The batteries are getting better. The charging stations are more available. Uh, people used to kind of chuckle about, you know, those boxy electric cars that you can only drive a few blocks kind of a thing. And, <laughs> right. And, and now no one's laughing anymore. I mean, they're, they're, they're commonplace. It's, it's expected. It's becoming a part of our culture in a sense. Well, let me just tell and you, I have electric car over. parked out yeah. outside, and I was telling Scott before we started recording that I have put gas in that car four times. It's a, It also has a gas um, engine, Generator, but yeah. four times in a year, and it's a small tank. Just saying. Isn't that amazing? Uh, I kind of, now, I don't go all that far, but so are you, are you like the Elon Musk of airplanes, you, you're going to, you know, take this and, and really make it into the next generation? We, we, really, we really hope that's uh, what we're able to accomplish. Okay. I, I, I believe uh, we will reflect on this conversation and others in the years ahead and wonder what took so long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Now, let's, you know, considering the public's uh, view of this, this is an aircraft. Its its airframe is proven. It's not. It's nothing new. The only difference with this aircraft is how it is propelled into the air. And it's and as as we were just talking about, you know, electric propulsion or, or driving a motor which drives a propeller is proven. There's no mystery here. This is there's there's really no issues with this as far as it being a reliable, safe aircraft. Right. That's right. It's a it's a synergy of a number of technologies all coming together at the right time, and uh, not really possible before for a whole number of reasons in each of the various aspects. You know, at, we're certainly it's advanced aerodynamics, but as you point out, it's still an airfoil. It's certainly uh, an advanced structure, advanced carbon uh, construction, very lightweight, very strong, um, and you know, electric motors have been around for a long, long time, but certainly now becoming much lighter, much more capable, 
more kilowatts or torque per unit weight, certainly. And I think everybody agrees that the battery technology, oh my, I mean, yeah. how how much has the battery technology advanced even in just 10 years or five years? And, and looking forward another five years, uh, I think we have so much to uh, so much advantage to to capture in the uh, in the future with even greater uh, capacity, which leads to you know more power and range and endurance and things. So, so speaking, we're very excited. This is this is we really believe the future. Well, so speaking of capacity and range, I was thinking about the solar. I know you have solar built into this system. Um, how much range does it offer or extension on, on the range? So at, at present, the battery only is about three hours of time aloft, flying time. Okay. Uh, adding, adding the solar aspect uh, is another uh, roughly 15%. Uh, oh. And yeah. then wow. we also use the propeller as a uh, regenerative Right. device, call it a windmill, yep. in fact, and a motor, of course, is a generator. So that's another 15%. So the physics of flying, along with solar energy, which is absolutely free, How, what a wonderful thing to, <laughs> to have it. a device that is able to collect this free energy um, as a result of being aloft, generally speaking, on nice sunny days. So we're very happy to have this supplemental capability through the propeller and through the solar panels that allow the airplane to fly even longer and give you both fun and flexibility and and additional utility if you're in a remote location and things like that. So let's go through a a normal day for the Sunflyer. Um, It's plugged in. Um, The pilot walks out there, or student in this case, um, and flicks on a switch and sees that the powers are fully or that the batteries are fully charged unplugs the aircraft flies it for an hour or so lands it plugs it back in and it's ready to go how soon yeah well that if you were to take the direct analogy to an an electric automobile that would be correct and I think for many recreational flyers or individual pilot owners, that would be exactly what they'd do. Right. They'd plug it into a, a charger, a supercharger, yep. a nice conditioned battery uh, system, uh, battery charging system, excuse me. And that would, that would indeed be the process. You know, you fly um, uh, on the weekends or perhaps perhaps midweek you would, would come out to your plane and go for a pleasure flight or, or a business flight. In a flight school environment, though, we have a higher ops tempo. Um, There's a, as you would typically expect, the instructor and student are going to come out to the airplane, and they'll fly that that training story, and they'll come back, and the next instructor and student will be ready to go pretty pretty quickly. Right, yeah. So rather than a plug-in, what we do is a battery swap. Oh, yeah. It's the Tesla school of battery swap. I like it. How, right. how much work That's is involved right. so in that swap? Uh, all, all a grand total of maybe, maybe five minutes. Yeah, I was going to say it's pretty low stress. I'm sure hmm. it's very low stress, and and it's the the batteries are designed for that uh, quick, quick. Okay, so change. I I have never really wanted to fly a small plane until now. 
Now, oh, and have you seen it? The damn thing's sexy. It, it really is. It really, it really is. looks like it would float pretty nice if, God forbid, but see, here, in my thinking, I would plan my range to be half of the electric and use the other stuff as emergency, you know, right? Well, glide? What are you talking about as a glider? <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. I'm just saying right. I would be planning to use half of the range on the electric, whatever you originally get. And then, you know, the rest sure. of it's like if you need it, you know, it's there. Well, majority of general aviation guys on a typical weekend, they're, they're not going to fly more than three hours. Would, do you get out and, you know, most people don't sit in their car for three hours. So why would they need to do that anyway? Joy flying? So, well, that's what most <laughs> of general aviation is. So, George, this this could be, this isn't necessarily just a trainer. This this could be for any general aviation pilot. Oh, a- absolutely. Here, here in the Colorado area, you fly from uh, Denver up to Aspen or maybe down to Colorado Springs or meet some friends up in Loveland or whatever it might be. And uh, the, the pleasure of flying is possible, again, for uh, a fraction of the cost without adding pollutants. Uh, the, the fun of flying is possible again. So how can people find out more? We have to wrap this up, which I'm disappointed because I really just have a million more questions, but we have to wrap this one up. So tell us how people can find out more. Well, we'd be delighted to speak with people, of course, and we invite them to go to sunflyer.com there you go. and uh, keep up with our progress and, and uh, correspond if they'd like to. So, is there a, When will this be available to the general public? Well, we're flying the prototype uh, very shortly. As I mentioned, the two-seat airplane is in assembly, final assembly, actually, right now, and we hope to be flying... Uh, right at the uh, end of the year, first of next year, with that prototype, it takes about two years, maybe a little bit more, uh, with the FAA from this point. Sure. So, if you can kind of uh, look look out into the future, two, two and a half, three years, right in there, those first customer deliveries will be underway. That's exciting! Wow, I can't wait. It is. I'm so excited to hear this, and I can't wait to fly in one. You guys are going to have to take me up, one of you. Certainly. Yay. George, uh, I look forward to seeing you next time you're at uh, KDXR, and um, thank you for speaking with us today. Thanks, George. Uh, I certainly enjoyed it. Thank you both so much. Take care. Bye. Want more information on this Green Dude segment and other ideas for low-stress green living? Go to thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com.